Hey, welcome to the More Life, Less Drama podcast. I'm your host, Prue Sulisic, and I'm here to lead you to a more fulfilling and peaceful life. This is not some fancy podcast bringing you extraordinary stories. I'm just here keeping it real, raw, and honest, so you know it's possible for you too. I want you to know yourself so well, nothing stands in your way. So let's get to it. Life is waiting. G'day. Hello. How are you, wonderful people? Thanks for tuning in today for another episode. We're up to episode 29, which is pretty cool. And I have to just be honest with you for one moment. (laughs) This is like really honest. I'm actually really struggling this week to get this podcast out. I am feeling very behind and there's lots going on. Some things have changed. My time has been narrowed. And so I, cause I've taken on some extra stuff and yeah, it has felt a little rushed, I suppose, or just squashed in. <laughs> Maybe it's the better word. I'm not really sure. And I actually feel really quite exhausted today when I'm recording this episode. I'm not sure about you, but I'm sure you felt this feeling before. And I know plenty of people that I know have felt this feeling of not having enough time. And it is an old habit of mine to do that, like to fall back into that. So in the car today, when I was traveling back from school drop off, I was like, Prue, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Like just don't get ahead of yourself. Just focus on what you can control, what you need to focus on. There's so many things that are not important right now that you can let go of. And so that's what I did. So I came home and I've just given myself some time to get my thoughts right and to finish this podcast because it's been it's been started for a long time but hasn't been recorded. So here I am recording and getting it done, ticking it off because it's definitely on my list of things that I want to complete. It's for me. And I I also know it's for you because I know a lot of people are listening in, which is fantastic. Yeah, for me, there's other things that can fall away. Not everything is as important as I think they are. So with that being said, we're actually talking into the topic of discipline and how to create it, or more importantly, what's stopping you from creating it. That's really the topic here. And in all honesty, discipline I'm not going to be preaching to you about discipline for sure. Like this is something that I'm still working on myself, creating the discipline. Yeah, I might just be a few steps ahead of you and that's okay. And what I know is true that is that we can create it from inside of us. We actually, it's not something that's created outside. We have to create it inside and then follow through with action, create it inside, then follow through with more action. That's how it's created. I'm not going to preach to you about exactly what that looks like, but I'm just going to help you maybe uncover some reasonings why you keep flaking out on yourself. I like to use that word flaky because I have in the past just called myself flaky a lot. So you might feel into that word as well, the flakiness, like, yeah, you start and stop and you don't follow through. I have a thought often when I'm not following through on something that who cares? Like nobody's even going to know. I haven't even told anybody. (laughs) And yeah, that is us keeping our goals a secret. So if we fail, we are not seen as failures. And so we actually fail in advance because we're like, we're just not even going to commit to it. 
So yeah, discipline, commitment is all created in us. This topic really gets me because why don't we follow through on the things that we really want? It is such a huge question and it's very individual. I just want to say that it is not a one size fits all thing that we can all do that will create something different. It's actually a little bit of our own inner healings first, because when I'm thinking about discipline and me not following through on things that I do really want, like in my conscious mind, it feels really hard to answer. Like a lot of people say to me, it's because I'm just flaky or I've just got no discipline that they use that as the answer. And it does feel suffocating sometimes. It really feels suffocating like, like I don't know why. And we keep telling ourselves that over and over again. Discipline sometimes even feels almost mythical, which (laughs) it's like there's something that it's in this far off land. Only the most important people had this. You know, it's not really for me. Discipline is not really for me. Unless you're a person that is already disciplined and that's how you would describe yourself, I'm sure those people can see it for what it is, which is basically, if we really dive into what discipline is, it's basically an ability to learn a behavior and repeat it until what you want is done. That is discipline in my book. And especially because I'm such a person that is very focused on goals and helping people achieve their goals. When we're not disciplined, we are not willing to learn a new behavior firstly. And the second part of it is that we're just not willing to repeat it enough times to get the job done. It's that little image of the diamond miner. And you've most probably seen it around somewhere. It's about giving up too soon, just that little smidge too soon. There's the diamond miner and the image is on the sideways view. So you can see how far he's come. Like he's dug it to 99 meters. And at 100 meters, there's all the diamonds and all the the achievements and all the, the riches that he could possibly want that he was looking and searching for. Yet at 99 meters, he's like, oh, I can't do this anymore. And he gives up. That's him not repeating it until he gets what he wants. So the most common question I get is like, why does it, why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to do something that I actually want to do? But this is what I have found. And it's that people do not follow through on achieving their desires or their goals or finding the diamonds. And they often tell me, like I said before, that it's their lack of self-discipline and their follow through. Most people confess this to me all the time. It's usually one of the very first things people say to me. If they're on a coaching call with me to see if they want to work with me, they're like, oh, I just can't follow through on anything. I'm a real person that always starts something and then just stops. Things get in the way. And they're like, I just don't know why I do that. But before you nod your head and agree and then proceed to beat yourself up for being a person that is just not disciplined, I just can't follow through on anything. In this episode, this is what I want to talk into. It's not about discipline as a thing that we're achieving. It's actually what is going on underneath the surface in our unconscious. Because in all the conversations that I have with women and people, those conversations reveal a lot about their belief systems. And if you're not sure what a belief system is, it's basically 
our thoughts that we have thought so often that they just become our belief systems. Like we believe them to be true. Like our brain is like, that's just true. This is how the world is. And we get this unconscious bias on that belief system. And it's usually backed up with some evidence that might have helped us once in the past, but it gets to a point where maybe it's preventing you from actually achieving the things that you want to achieve. Because maybe the things that you want to achieve are new and you haven't actually tried them before and therefore it makes you feel uncomfortable. And as your brain's number one job, it is to keep you safe and in comfort. And so, of course, if you're pushing the boundaries on that comfort and your belief systems are like, hold on here, you have always done it like this. Why are we doing it differently? Just do it like this. This is what we know. This is where it's safe and all that. So that is what our belief systems are. And they're just running in the background like a soundtrack from our past. That soundtrack and those beliefs just tell us how to behave And like I said, prevent us from sort of changing or being different. Even though we do logically and in our prefrontal cortex, we're like making decisions about what we want that is different to what we currently have, our belief systems are really limiting us, hence why they're called limiting beliefs. They're holding us back going, no, 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 this is where I want you to stay because this is comfortable, like I said. These are the things that we want to reveal. Like we don't want to just say to ourselves, oh, I'm just not disciplined enough. I have no self-discipline. We want to actually make conscious decision. We're going to figure this out. We're going to understand what is holding us back. What belief system is actually getting in the way of our success? And here's just like a simple example. Someone who wants to walk 70,000 steps per week. The result is at the end of that week, they only walk 20,000 steps in that week. And the obvious reason they might say is, well, I don't have time and I'm just not self-disciplined. I just can't get out of my own way. I hear that a lot. But the underlying belief that might be running, and this is just made up, so, and this is just from having conversations with people that have maybe had this experience. The underlying belief says, Taking time for yourself makes you a bad mum, which therefore converts to I am a bad mum, which then therefore dictates their behaviour, which is staying at home instead of going for the walk because you've got to leave the kids at home potentially or you want to leave the kids at home potentially because it's easier to walk on your own and get your 10,000 steps in. If you then continue to chunk up and understand it on a greater level, which means getting more like generalized and abstract, the overarching belief might be, I'm just not good enough. I'm not, I'm a bad mum. Nothing I will do is good enough. I am not good enough. And I know we've gone from, I don't have time and I'm lacking self-discipline to I'm not good enough. But that belief, I'm not good enough, is such a belief that is ingrained in many people. Many people I see have this belief running in the background and therefore they are never going to show up and do the things that they want to do because, well, they just believe that they're not good enough. Why would they even deserve whatever they want to achieve? So can you see the unknowing connection between that initial belief and the first one? And if you're running on that belief, I'm not good enough, your brain wants to prove it right. 
So it continues to build proof to show its accuracy. Like our brain is great, but it's also really silly sometimes. (laughs) It can be really stupid (laughs) because we don't want to just keep proving that we're not good enough. We want to prove the opposite of that. Yeah, it's like, hey, this is what we know. This is where it's safe and comfortable. Don't change. So let's feel into some other thoughts and beliefs that could potentially be limiting you from achieving your goals and following through on the things that you want to do and holding us back. So who has ever thought something similar to any of these that I'm about to say? Nobody even notices what I do. Why bother? I'm too old or I'm too young. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I don't know enough. I won't be successful. I'm just unlovable. Nothing works out for me. I literally could go on and on and on, but I've got to draw the line somewhere. But you get the gist, right? Actually saying these out loud, a little sad feeling because even though I 100% don't resonate or believe any of them anymore, for some of them I once did. And possibly there is maybe one on that list that I'm actively working on. The reason this is important to hear is because if your unconscious mind has these running in the background as the soundtrack of your life, you just might be able to connect the dots to your inability to be disciplined. It might be the connection between your self-sabotage against anything that may prove these beliefs wrong. And in turn, it keeps you exactly where you have always been. And like I said, this is your brain's dream scenario stay the same, to not do anything new or risky, because that potentially could put you in danger. Although consciously, like when we're talking about it, we know that's not true, but our brains don't. Our goals are going to create the life that we actually want because we have choice now. We have this amazing, beautiful life that has many possibilities and our goals are not going to kill us. So when this happens, the first thing I love to do, and I say this a lot all the time, and it was actually something that I was saying to myself this morning. I say to myself like, ah, thanks brain for being on high alert for danger. (laughs) But you know what? I'm safe and will stay safe, even if it's new and different to what we've always done. It's okay. I'm looking after us. I sort of talk to my brain, like we're a team and separate people sometimes. It's like my brain is my friend. And sometimes I've got to remind it that, you know, but I'm in control. I'm actually in control. To like get into a little bit of information that will help you, I want to do two things. The first thing is from this conversation. And remember, we started with the conversation about discipline. I can't achieve my goals. I just am so flaky. I'm just not achieving anything that I want. Everything's just going to stay the same. Maybe I just need to be grateful that I've got what I've got and I shouldn't really want anymore. And I'm like, no, 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 you need to keep striving. If it's if it's in you, it's for you, right? So the first thing to do when all this is happening is to be compassionate with yourself. And then the second thing is I want to give you a tool that will uncover your best or strongest limiting belief that will keep you stopping and not finishing your goals, even though you really want to. First of all, I'm going to just talk into this self-compassion piece. Because if you're continually not showing up for your goals, I want you to find self-compassion. 
And I'm not talking about being easy on yourself in a way that allows for all your excuses just to stick around and be used as excuses. Self-compassion to me is the awareness that even in the most emotional experiences, whether it be failure or a mistake that you've made or having a really difficult time, that you are kind and treat yourself with compassion like you would a friend or a family member. That's it. I know you know how to be kind to others and I want you to actually take that on and be kind to yourself. So many people are being so mean to themselves and have got this internal dialogue about how shit they are. And I'm just like, enough, no more. You are not allowed to speak to yourself that way ever again. And this is something that I have overturned. So I know that this is true. Occasionally, I still make the a snide, like little comment about myself in a joking sort of way, but I'm starting, this is like the last piece for me. The internal dialogue is almost gone about how bad I was or pathetic I was or flaky I was. And I'm really stepping up the self-compassion piece because believe me, we need it. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world and we definitely need to give ourselves this compassion exactly like we would our best friend. So it's a gentle reminder that there is nothing to gain from kicking yourself when you're already down. It's a reminder that what you do in these hard moments determines who you become and who you are. As Brooke Castillo says, who is a life coach that I follow, who has also a great podcast, life is 50-50. As part of humanity, it is what is meant to happen. You're supposed to feel all these emotions. So we don't want you to beat yourself up for it. The difference between someone who is disciplined and who is not really can be determined by this very moment. As I mentioned in my past episodes, pain can only be used for so long to spur on action. But love and reward, my friends, is infinite. So I choose love and reward any day of the week. This is what I'm giving to myself, love. Self-compassion is love towards yourself. And as an example, it looks like this or sounds like this. Maybe you've snoozed your alarm, skipped the workout, pigged out on chocolate croissants (laughs) all the while when you had your workout in your calendar and the alarm was like, hey, it's time to go to the gym. You're like, nope, not going. And you're picking out on the croissant, even though you're looking at your plan and it says you're going to have a fruit salad and yogurt for breakfast. Instead of kicking yourself when you're down, which is, yeah, you've made a decision that is not aligned to your greater goal. Instead of kicking yourself and using words like whether it be out loud or in your internal dialogue that are of like disgust and thoughts of things like, oh, well, I'll just start Monday or never. I'm such a failure. I can never follow through. Or instead, it can deliberately sound like this. I know I'm feeling disappointed right now and it's okay. I'm learning how to create these new habits and I'm still learning this process. What is the next best thing I can do for myself? See how I ended with a powerful question to myself? And I suggest like hugely to give it a try because powerful questions do two things. They first give you a choice. There is so much power in that alone. And the second thing is 
it forces you to think of the future and use your brain to come up with some ideas. It doesn't allow you to just like sit and wallow in the disappointment. So I want you to give that a go. Remember, the question was, what is the next best thing I can do for myself after you've had that moment of failure? And the final thing I want to leave you with today is to give you that simple way to uncover your limiting beliefs. Because right now, you might not even know what they are. You still might be the person that says, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know why I keep failing. Maybe it's just not meant for me. But I'm telling you, if this goal or achievement is in you, if you're thinking about it, it is definitely for you. It is a huge sign if you keep thinking about it and you feel drawn to it. It just means that you're meant to do it. Yeah, please just follow that nudge. So I'm going to give you this little technique. It's this little method that I use on my clients all the time and their answers are all very revealing. When you're trying to figure out what is stopping you from doing something that the conscious brain like really wants, yet your unconscious mind is stopping you from doing, it can feel really conflicting. So an example might be you just want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix. But there's also a part of you that wants to go to the gym and build muscle to help you live a long, healthy, mobile life. So to me, the first step is to bring those unconscious beliefs to your conscious. And then I want you to take notice by being in awareness of when it actually comes up. And it might come up a lot. You might have the same thought come up a lot very often, but you've never really taken notice of it before. So this is something that you can do really quickly, but I do suggest you spending some time and just writing some stuff down on paper, because look, writing on paper and getting your thoughts out of your mind and onto a piece of paper is actually really powerful. It is scientifically proven to work and create change faster than someone that just does it in their head. And so this is something that you can do really quickly to bring that limiting thinking out of the shadows. It's this fill in the blank method. And I've known this for a long time. And it was obviously taught to me by somebody, but I can't name who it was. So whoever created this method, beautiful. It works really well. I just can't give you credit for, for who it was because I don't know, but it definitely wasn't made up by me. So basically you say what you were struggling with and then add because on the end of it. It is so simple. And then you listen to what your brain immediately offers up. Let's give this a go. Oh, but before we do... It is important to tell you, like this is really important, people. So listen, this should be a quick response. There is no overthinking allowed. There is no judgment in this. We just want you to become curious, okay? Remember, we're trying to reveal and entice out those limiting beliefs. So we're like, hello, like, you know, this is what I'm struggling with because, and your brain is going to offer you something immediately. And that's what you're going to take as the first thing. I don't want you to be like, oh, but I don't like the sound of that. That doesn't sound very good. So I'm going to go to the next one. No, it's the first answer that your brain offers you. Let's give some quick examples. I can't leave my job because. I can't stick to my eating plan because. I never fold up the washing because. I spend too much money on personal shopping because. I don't want to have sex because. I never make any decisions because I can't speak on camera because, my God, literally, again, I could go on and on and on, but I want you to 
do this for yourself. Whatever you're struggling with, describe it and then write because after it and then answer it from what your brain offers you. For example, I can't leave my job because I don't want to disappoint my boss. I can't stick to my eating plan because I think I'll always be fat. I never fold up the washing because why is it always me who has to do it? I spend too much money personal shopping because it's the only thing that actually brings me joy. I don't want to have sex because I think I'm disgusting. I never make any decisions because I don't want to be the reason why it went bad. I can't speak on camera because who wants to listen to me anyway? I'm no one. Oh, and I've just made these up, but you can understand like the power in this. And if you were with me face to face and we were talking about this, I wouldn't leave it there. I'd go digging even deeper on those beliefs. And that is something that a life coach does really well, <laughs> like really well. We, we hear things that you have no idea what's going on inside your mind. It's, it's really fun place to be. I actually love listening to people and what they've got to say. And it just reveals their belief systems. And yeah, most people are oblivious. I'm not going to go any further on digging into your beliefs right now, but I just wanted to bring that to your conscious awareness that whatever is stopping you from being disciplined is most probably just an old limiting belief that's just running in the background and creating your behavior. It's totally okay because remember our brain is just trying to keep us safe. That's all it's trying to do. And we just need to override it with our conscious thinking. And it can always happen really easily because the best news is here as always, my friends, all that is revealed is simply your thinking. And it might feel true. Like you might really feel like whatever your brain offers you is true, but I'm just here to tell you, it's just not. It's just a thought that you have thought so often, it might've been given to you. It might just be in your life experience, but it just is not true. It's just a thought and you get to think anything that you want, like absolutely anything. There's no limits here. And thank goodness for that, right? So yes, it can take time to figure it out, but you know what else? Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes the healing comes from just the revealing, like revealing what your limiting thought is about it and be like, oh my God, I can't believe that is getting in the way. <laughs> and then just choosing something new. It can be as quick as that. I'm a big believer in focusing on what we do want rather than spending too much time figuring out why we are like we are. Don't get me wrong. There is merit in all of it. Like I understand therapy is so important and it spends a lot of time here. But as your life coach, you are here because you are already aware that something is stopping you and you do want to change. You see a different future for yourself or something is in your future that you want. And that's enough for me. What I'm going to focus on is creating brand new beliefs because I just don't think that we need to stay the same. I actually think if we're not growing, we're dying. So we need to actually keep evolving. And so with me and is what we do on this podcast is create brand new beliefs, despite the old ones even existing. And the more time we give to those new thoughts, they too will then become our running beliefs and slip back into your unconscious where they will run silently, allowing you to live into your full potential. That is the aim for me, my friends. 
So use the fill in the blank method to get them out of your unconscious and start just showing yourself on a conscious level what these thoughts are and just look at them like that, just as simple thoughts. They're not truths. And then show yourself a heap of compassion. A heap of self-kindness is essential here. And then be committed to being committed to this process. Don't make it harder than it needs to be. And if you want help with this, I've actually created a a worksheet that will support this process. It's a one-pager. So head to the links in the show notes to get it delivered to your inbox. Super easy. It's just some prompts to get what we talked about on the show today on paper. Remember the importance of writing things down. So that's it. All I want you to do now is actually to go out and take action and to be awesome. (laughs) I hope this is really helpful. Thanks for listening in and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to More Life, Less Drama. All the details of this podcast can be found in the show notes on my website. And if you want to take your growth to the next level, I invite you to become part of my membership program, Be Unshakable, where we take this information and dive headfirst into putting it into action. Go to www.head-coach.com.au for all the details. Until next week.